0: Tonight, I do want to talk to you about an important aspect, an important key of the feminine energy we're talking about. We've been talking about making sure we tap into our wise woman, our feminine energy to call in true love. But it's also important to know that this is equally applicable to everything in life. Everything stems from the feminine. So the important aspect of the feminine that I want to talk to you tonight about is, can you guess it? Guess it in the comments, three, two, one. It is trust. It is basically in a way we can say it's self-trust, okay? Trusting yourself. This is what I have seen with women over and over again in my private coaching, in my group programs, in workshops I've done, Uh, when I go and speak, the main component that women struggle with is trusting themselves, okay? And I wanna talk to you about why it's so important and I want to talk to you about what happens when we don't trust ourselves. And I also want to share with you a brief story first of something that happened today. In uh, Not in my marriage, but with my, with my husband today, basically. So someone had recommended him for coaching. They were looking for a specific coach. He fit the description great. So the person recommended my husband. But the person that was requesting the coaching was... On on edge a little bit and was requesting to actually speak to my husband on the phone Okay, and usually my husband and I we don't we don't do Consultations and things like that, but since he was recommended by a client actually he was like fine I can talk to the person If you're joining me say hello, by the way, I'm not seeing any comments right now And so he got on the phone with the person for about 15 minutes and You may wonder so what was said? what did my husband say? And he, he actually didn't say a lot. He didn't say a lot at all. He was just answering some questions. And he asked the person who wanted a coaching, he basically said, so what what is it? And the person said, well, I know that you that you do this. I, I know that your methods work. I know that your coaching is amazing. Like everything I've heard and everything I've seen, it makes sense. So my husband was like, so what is it? And the person said it was actually a male. He said, hi, Michelle, glad you're here. He said, I actually don't think it's gonna work for me. I actually don't think it's gonna work for me. And then my husband asked him, so what are we doing on the phone? And he said, what do you mean? He said, so what are we doing on the phone if you think it's not gonna work for you? And he, he was quiet and the guy was quiet too. And then after, I don't know how long the silence lasted, but then he eventually said, as a matter of fact, I do want to work with you and I don't want to work for, I, I, I don't want to work with you for only three months. I actually want to work with you for six months. How much is it going to be? And he became his client today. And I'm sharing the story with you, sharing the story with you because oftentimes majority of people, not oftentimes, but majority of the time, people look, people look for something external to validate what they should be doing. People often feel like they need, and it's okay. Like my husband and I, we usually don't do consultations or we don't do like the speed dates, whatever you want to call them. But sometimes we make an exception because people are traumatized by coaches, by therapists. They've been through experiences that weren't very helpful, so they have some fear there. And that's okay. So if that's the situation, it's fine. We can work through it. But majority of people live like this all the time. It's like you have fear around love, you have fear in your career, and you have fear when it comes to like your everyday life. Like you fear getting into your car to drive because you could possibly get into an accident. So there's so much fear that is controlling our lives. And then you're telling yourself you want to tap tap deeper into your feminine, but you don't even trust yourself. And it's really the foundation of everything. To be able to trust yourself and that means being able to tap into your intuition so when you say things like i want to do this but i need to think about it that's you actually going into not only are you disconnected from the sacred feminine but you're also going into the wounded masculine because as even though the the the, the healthy and the more divine aspect of masculinity is Logic is the left side of the brain, right? Is the more rational things. Overthinking and overanalyzing actually puts you in the wounded masculine. So first of all, you disconnect yourself from the feminine and you go right into the wounded masculine. So basically when you say, I'm going to think about that, I'm going to think about it. When someone asks you out on a date and you're like, oh, I need to think about it. Or if you ask, for example, for... Um, For coaching and the coach tells you everything and you're like, I need to think about it. Instead of just knowing what the answer is right away, you're disconnected from your femininity. It's anything. Someone asks you um, this weekend, would you like to do something? And you're like, I need to think about it. (laughs) You put yourself in the wounded masculine because truly if you're tapped into your sacred femininity, you're going to know the answer right away. You're gonna know the answer right away. But there are insecurities. There is a disconnect from your divinity. There is so much focus on what happened in the past and there is so much hurt and pain and anger that you carry from past experiences that instead of truly tapping into your body, you're in your head. Should I do this? Should I say this? And this is part of what we were talking about the other day too about being vulnerable right? We, we don't want to express our true selves. We don't trust ourselves enough. We don't trust that we're powerful enough. We don't trust that we're making the right decisions. So if you were in abusive relationships before, if you only attracted narcissists or controlling people, possessive people, manipulators, or whatever the case may have been, you may be saying that these people were horrible, but deep down, you're really frustrated because you don't trust yourself. You don't trust yourself that, you, that you're able to attract something else. You don't trust yourself that you're making the best investments. You don't trust yourself that you have the right uh, crowd of friends around you. And even when it comes to family, you don't trust yourself that you're not going to go off. A lot of people have very, very, very <sighs> broken. And I, I I don't really know what word to use, but the relationships they have with family members are so bad. Not just because there are not boundaries in place, but because you don't trust yourself in your communication. This used to be me. I used to be so afraid of, for example, if I'm around a certain person, how I was going to react because I remembered what had happened in the past. And I was so worried that that experience would recreate itself. So instead of really getting myself to a point and developing deeper trust with myself, which, which, which I ended up doing eventually. But at that time, I didn't. I was so afraid of something reappearing again. So I would just tell my, myself a story. And this is what we do. When we don't trust ourselves, we tell ourselves stories. And we push things further along. Like, uh, or we push things back. Like I would say, oh, I can't have a conversation with this person because I remember what they used to say. Or I know what they're going to do. we do this a lot we say that we know what a person is going to say we say that we know what a person is going to do we say that we know how a person is thinking and then we look that i look at that person with that memory of who that person used to be of what that person used to say so you do this with people but you do this with your own life so when new opportunities appear right so you had a bad coaching experience or you had a bad experience with a therapist and now all you're thinking about when you are approaching or you're looking for new opportunities with new coaches, you're like, oh, I remember it didn't work out. I, I, I spent ten thousands of dollars or a hundred thousands of dollars or five hundred dollars and it didn't work. What if it, were, if, what if it doesn't work again? I need to think about this. You meet someone who seems amazing, but you're like, oh, my gosh, I remember last year I got so disappointed and I gave my all and it didn't work out what if it doesn't work out again? What if it doesn't work out again? Oh my gosh, I remember how heartbroken I was. I remember how I felt to invest in myself and lose that money. It was so hard. And so we, we create stories. And instead of becoming more resourceful, Now I'm saying resourceful. I'm not saying you have to have a lot more resources. There's a difference between having resources and becoming resourceful. Instead of us becoming more resourceful and deepening our relationship with ourselves, we start cutting ourselves off, right? You had a car accident. Now you are afraid of driving because it could happen again. You had a bad relationship. Now you are afraid to open yourself up because you had bad experiences. You had an experience with a coach or a therapist you weren't happy with. Now you're closing yourself off from getting deeper support, guidance, and growth because you had bad experiences. And you stay in your head and you're completely in the wounded masculine because all you're doing is thinking and thinking and thinking and basically thinking yourself to death. That's what we do. That's what we do. We overanalyze, we overthink, we overcomplicate things. And then we end up at some point taking action, but then that action is not r- rooted in sacred femininity. It's not, it's not inspired. <laughs> it's not intuitive. It's not fueled with, with the passion that it could have because we dug ourselves into a hole because we had so much fear. And then it's kind of like we're trying to dig ourselves out the grave that we put ourselves in because we were, we were blinded by all this fear. And then we do something but then when we do it it's not coming from the 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 divine masculine either because the the femininity was not activated the feminine aspect of us so you go from wounded masculine to trying to create some type of healthy action and it doesn't work and it's that's when it feels like hard work it feels like things are not working out you're constantly looking for the results for the outcomes This is what a lot of of women do after they've been through uh, bad dating experiences or bad relationships. They close themselves off and then they're like, I'm not going to date at all. I'm not going to talk to anyone. I'm not going to text anyone. And then at some point, fear kicks in. You're like, I don't want to be alone for the rest of my life. I do actually want a partner. But it's not coming from a place of like I trust myself that that I will create that for myself. I trust myself in the fact that I'm an amazing human being, and it will happen. It's like time is passing by. I've had so many bad experiences. I don't want to be alone anymore. So let me try to make something happen. And again, putting yourself in the wounded state. And so that's also when women get to the point where they're like. I will just be single for the rest of my life, or it's been 10, 15 or 20 years of this crap. And I I guess I just have to deal with it, not understanding their energy, not understanding their mindset, not understanding that you're totally disconnected from your emotions. Because when you're always thinking about it, when you're always thinking about things, you're totally disconnected from your emotions and your guidance system that is internal. So this happens all the time. So. If you're in your head, if you're not trusting yourself in one area of your life, chances are that that's what all areas of, all other areas of your life are looking, at, looking like as well. Now you could have different types of beliefs for different parts of your life as well, right? You could have great beliefs around career. There's no fear there. But when it comes to love, <laughs> there's a different story. So the beliefs play a big role. The beliefs play a big role, but your relationship with yourself is on, on a deeper level is, is the same everywhere, but it's just that you have figured out how to humanly make things possible and be more masculine in other parts of your life. You know how to hustle. You know how to make things work. Even though you deep down don't believe you're worthy, there are a lot of women who don't believe that they're worthy deep down, but they're making a lot of money. There are also women who don't believe that, the, that, that they will be blessed when it comes to love. So they, they bury themselves in their careers, right? See this with a lot of successful women in, that are, for example, that are attorneys and, and lawyers and in a lot of these male-dominated fields that I like to talk about with severe daddy issues, hiding themselves, burying themselves in, in work and saying they don't have time, they don't have time for work, but deep down they want it, they're just afraid that it's not gonna work out, they don't believe that they're worthy of it. So then they create a reality where they don't really have to face that fear. So the reality that you've created so far (laughs) is based on the way you feel about yourself, the way you treat yourself, the way you speak to yourself, the level of trust you have within yourself, Your beliefs, your patterns, which we're going to be talking about in Healing Academy so we can break those. Your patterns, your patterns, your patterns. We cannot create. This is also if you're into like ancient history and if you like to learn about like the origins of human civilization and those type of things, you know, that we can't really change our future until we understand our past. And so a lot of us, we try to create a new future without dissecting our our past and it doesn't work. It's like a form of suppression. I'm just gonna pretend like all that didn't happen, but I have all this built up energy. I have had a certain type of way of carrying a relationship with myself. That's not just gonna go away because I say, oh, okay, I'm done with it. There are some things that, that we, we can make a decision right now and change our lives. We have free will, we can make that happen. But we do that with knowledge. We do that with wisdom, right? Again, (laughs) femininity. We do that with deep wisdom. And we have to trust ourselves that when we make this new decision, we create this new trajectory in our lives, that we'll be able to carry ourselves through that, that we'll be able to create a new reality. There is so much that's not being created nowadays. And I think, I don't know how big of a percentage, I think I've mentioned this before, and I need to look it up so I have the exact number, but they said about I think ninety percent of of writers ninety or ninety seven. It was like a crazy crazy number of, of of writers never become authors, meaning they they never published their books. So they said that one of the biggest numbers of uh, people like being buried, so many graves filled with with you know people that could have been authors because they were afraid they did not trust themselves they did not trust themselves and i think that's why it was so easy for me to flip my past experiences and love to recreating something completely magical and different because i really tapped into what i had going on and everything else in my life i always trusted myself i always made things happen and I operated from a place of, I think this is best for me. I think this is best for me right now. I remember when I got the opportunity to come and play basketball in the U.S. I was offered a scholarship and it was not, it was not timing. The timing was off. The timing was off. It was too much going on, too much chaos. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. It just didn't feel good in my gut. So I said to the coach, I said, Thank you for the opportunity. The timing is not right. Maybe if you reach out next year. And he was like, oh, it's going to be too late. It doesn't work like that. You should come now. I said, it doesn't feel right right now. And I let it go. And I was not afraid that I wouldn't get another opportunity. But then a year later, he reached out. He said, the offer is still here. Do you want to come? And I remember, excuse me, feeling in my gut that now was the time. And as soon as I got the email, I knew I did not need to think about it. I never need to think about anything. The only time I know, I mean, the only time I would need to think about something is because I'm disconnected from myself. Because what is it really that I think about? Because if I trust myself, I know the answer right away. So I saw the email from the coach again, and it was the same thing as last year, but now I just felt something different. Now I wanted to do it. And I remember walking out to the kitchen and telling my mom, I don't know why. And it's always been like this. It was like this with my husband too. I don't know why, but I need to go. And she just looked at me. She said, okay. She said, okay. And that was it. And that's when my journey that's been going on now, going on the, uh, yeah, still 10 years since I moved to the US started from that email, from that email. Now, if when he wrote me originally, I was afraid and I really wanted to go, but I was like, oh, I need to think about it. Then I would most likely be thinking about it the next year he wrote me too. Okay. So I want you to start paying attention to this. How much do you get into your head about things that you want to do? How much do you look for external validation? How much do you disconnect from yourself? How much do you let go of your internal power because of what you have experienced so far, because of what other people are saying to you, because of your mental, your emotional, or your physical conditions that you're going through right now? How much? Imagine if everything that's created in the universe didn't have Trust. <laughs> How would it be created? How would it be created? It wouldn't be created. All the products that my husband and I have been, have created together would never be created if we didn't have trust in them. But more importantly than trust, trusting in the, the creations of your life, you have to have trust in the creator of your life, which is you. You create your life. So if you get into your head about everything that you want to do and everything that could change your life, then your life will remain the same. But worse than that, I will say worse than that. And I don't say this to scare you, but I, I say this from a place of, I really, really hope to uplift you and to help you like look at how seriously sacred your life is. And although we're infinite and limitless and ageless in a spiritual sense like our or the essence of our soul it never dies like our cells are i don't know billions of years old because everything in the universe is recreated right and it changes form so we're made of all that stuff it's really really cool but aside from that in your physical form in your human form you do have limited time or like the max right right the max Right now that they're talking about is 120 years old that we live up to around that age. There's actually documentation of the humans lived up to over a thousand years, thousands of years. But then our DNA was messed with, was altered as a conversation for another time, a more spiritual conversation to have. But with that being said, if you have, let's say, max 120 years on this planet, How will you feel, leaving this physical plane, knowing that there were so many things that you wanted to do but you didn't do them because you didn't trust yourself? There were so many experiences you could have had but you didn't get to experience them because you didn't trust yourself. There were so many deep connections that you could have developed but you never developed them because you didn't trust yourself and you allowed the fear and the pain and the disappointments from past experiences. cripple you so i don't only look at it as this you either grow or you don't you stay stagnant i look at it this way you either grow or you get worse why and i'll explain why it's really scientific because things in the universe are always changing always this is why we have we have spring we have summer we have fall we have winter you go through four cycles just like the four seasons The moon goes through four main phases, which ends up being like eight. Your cycle, your female cycle is also four four phases. Everything is always moving, right? Everything is cyclic. So if everything is constantly changing and moving, the only problem is that the human mind, specifically like our intellect, is causing a lot of problems to to being able to adapt to change and then operating from the wounded masculine, overthinking things causes a lot of issues. But just because you have resistance doesn't mean mean that things are not moving. So if things are moving and you're not being flexible and you're not going with the flow, which is the way of life, you're actually like falling off and moving backwards. This is how seriously I look at life. Hi, Michelle, I'm glad you're here. So if you're not progressing and moving forward, you're not only staying stagnant, but you're actually moving backwards because this universe is always in motion. So you have to trust yourself, which is basically life, and to allow yourself to move in the right direction, whatever that direction is for you. And every time you get stuck in your head, every time you overthink things, I have an entire training on this, by the way. It's called Out of My Head, and it's really, really good. It's like two hours long. Really, really powerful where I talk about this because this is what causes a lot of anxiety. People have anxiety because they're operating from their wounded masculine. They don't trust themselves. They look for external validation, which is part of the wounded feminine, and they turn into very uh, competitive people, which is part of the wounded masculine, okay? So losing touch with yourself makes you seek validation from other people, makes you compare yourself with other people, and makes you wanna compete with other people because you're not in tune with yourself. This is like 99% of the population, this is why we have so, so much conflict, so much conflict. They continue to talk to us about overpopulation, and we have too many people, and then all these things are happening, but in actuality, and you can look this up for yourself, It's now said that this planet can host around 20 billion billion people. So it's not the amount of people that is the problem. It's what we're doing to this planet. So it's not the amount of thoughts that you have going on in your head. It's not the experiences that you've had in your life that causes your life to be the way it is. It's not that all that needs to be removed. It's the way that you're approaching it. It's the way that you're hosting your planet, which is you. So everything changes when we change the way we treat ourselves, the way we view ourselves, the way we connect with ourselves. Just like in order for this world to survive, we have to change the way we relate to it. We have to change the way we treat it. We have to change the way we're treating each other. We have to change, 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 because why? Energy can never be created nor destroyed. It can only be transformed or transmuted. Same thing with your life but you don't apply the same principle to yourself. You're like, okay, all this happened to me, all these things are going on inside of me, and just, you just let it sit there. It has to go somewhere. So if you don't create magic with it, and if you don't allow yourself to trust yourself and be creative what with, with all that pain, all that turmoil, all those experiences, then it's gonna turn into something else. And that looks like mental, mental issues, physical symptoms, eventually f- physical diseases and illnesses as well as mental and emotional because it has to go somewhere because things need to always be moving is literally the law of the universe. Nothing can stay stagnant. So, in order for us to create change, we got to trust ourselves. We got to trust ourselves. And so when you trust yourself you trust that the things will work out when you trust yourself you trust your decisions when you trust yourself you trust yourself in relationships you trust your investments you trust you trust that you'll be able to be the person you need to be like i share the family situation where we so much want to say this person is this or this person is going to do this because we don't trust ourselves we We know that we may go off. We think that we're gonna react. So then we tell ourselves the story, this person is who they are, so we don't have to deal with what we might say or what what we might do. So we blame the other person. In the same way, we blame past experiences or we blame ourselves. We blame things on everything because we don't trust ourselves. And I would say it's one one of the worst crimes against yourself. against yourself is to not, is not to trust yourself. Everything starts there. Everything is created from trust. I trust that this is gonna work out. I trust that I'm gonna be able to publish this book and it's gonna be successful. I trust that this is the best decision that I'm making when I'm marrying my husband right now. I trust it, I trust me. And we often wanna say, "I I don't trust the other person. It's never about that. It's that we don't trust ourselves. We don't trust ourselves. When we are afraid of building new relationships, romantic or not, we don't trust ourselves. And we tell ourselves the story because it's easier to deal with in our minds. Oh, I don't trust the other person. Or I don't trust it's going to work out. Because it's it's easier to cope that way than to actually say, oh, it's me. I am having a problem with me. I am having a problem with my insecurities. I'm having a problem with processing everything that happened to me before. I'm having a problem with leaning back and trusting that things are going to work out. I'm having a problem with me convincing myself that I'll be able to be vulnerable through this process and be able to handle whatever comes my way, even if it's pain. That's what I have a problem with. And that's the next level of vulnerability and authenticity that I'm talking about. So being vulnerable and authentic doesn't only apply for you to be with other people, but also with yourself. And when we have that next level relationship with ourselves, we trust ourselves more. Because why? Then no matter what decision we make, we know we, we took that step, we made that decision from a place of trust, and then we're gonna be dang proud of ourselves no matter where we land, and we're gonna be able to have our own back. It's definitely me. Yeah, I'm glad it resonates. So if you know that you did something from a place of self-trust, then it doesn't matter where you land. No, because it's about the journey, right? It's about who you're becoming in that process. So like I was sharing the experience that my husband had today with his new client now, I'm really excited for him. What had to happen, what had to happen, this guy thought was for for my husband to convince him or for him to be the person to tell him what he should do. But he realized, no, this is about me trusting myself. And I will tell you, and it's been the same case for me many times, the, 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 Taking that step, like when I committed to come to the US on the basketball scholarship, the most magical piece was me saying, yes, I'm going. When I looked my mom in the eyes and I said, I have to do this, I have to go to the US. The the most magical piece was when I told my mom, I know my husband is the one, I know that I should marry him, like that. And that's like what I'm the most proud of today, knowing that I trusted myself in moments when I felt like I should do that. Now, what if it doesn't work out? Or what if it wouldn't have worked out or whatever the case may be? So what? It's about the person we're becoming. It's about the journey. And if we've been courageous, if we've been trusting ourselves through the process, it's, it's, it's amazing no matter what because we know we're gonna have each other. we are gonna have our own backs no matter what the outcome ends up being, but it's usually not one single outcome. We think that when we make a choice, there's gonna be one outcome. It's either a successful one or a failed outcome. I encourage my clients not even to use the word failure because what is that even? Like, what does that even mean? Failure is usually a thing for people who are very, very, very masculine in their ways and they're like, this has to happen in, in, in this span of time, right? I need to make $10,000 in 1 month and if that doesn't happen that means I, if that doesn't happen that means I failed. I need to heal this wound in 3 months and if that doesn't happen that means I failed. Instead of saying I am committing myself to this journey of what? Of never-ending healing or expanded healing, whatever you want to call it. I don't really care how long it takes. I care about me. I care about my healing. I care about my growth. I care about who I am becoming. That's what I'm committed to. And we release the pressure of time, which is again, going into like being too, too masculine and too trying to figure things out. It's not about that. So failure is usually a thing that we, that we say to, to experiences or to areas of our lives where we're trying to make something happen in a, in, in a specific time frame. And so you had a certain idea. This is how I have to be as a mother. And then you don't live up to that. And then you say you're a failure. You say you have to work out seven times a week instead of saying I need to work out consistently. And when you don't work out seven times a week, even though you worked out five or six, you say you're a failure. So not only do we need to change our um, verbiage, verbiage, the way we speak, but we also need to change the way that we approach things and the way that we speak about things that we're going to do. Failure is a lack of trying. Yeah. Basically you, you're not to me, failure is not trusting yourself. If there's anything, if there's anything such as failure, it's you not trusting yourself. Because if you don't trust yourself, how are you going to trust your future partner? If you don't trust yourself, how are you going to be able to trust your kids? If you don't trust yourself, how are you going to be able to trust your friends? If you don't trust yourself, how are you going to be able to trust your investments? If you don't trust yourself, how are you going to be able to trust anything in your life? If you're the key component, if you're the common denominator in all areas of your life. This is such a big piece. I had to trust myself. I had to trust myself in terms of everything that I have done in my life. And it translated over to, that I, to my love life too. That I trusted myself. That what I wanted was possible for me that what I wanted would happen for me, that what I desired was out there for me, that I could create that, that I could align myself with exactly what I wanted. I trusted that, I trusted myself. There was no timeline attached to it. And I know because I took all the pressure off of me is why it could all happen so fast. Now, if I said, oh, I have to meet someone in two to three months and I need to be married in 55 days after meeting that person, <laughs> would it happen i don't believe so maybe we can debate that but i highly doubt it because i was not concerned with that i was i was concerned with my journey trusting myself on my journey to betterment self-improvement self-depth like awakening on my journey that was the key and will always be the key so when there are things that we're scared to do when there are situations where we're afraid of committing remembering it's always about who we're becoming in that process. So there is never a right or wrong choice to make. You can never make the wrong choice. It's about who you're becoming, no matter what choice you make, because you will never know what the other choice could be unless you make it. And that's part of really tapping into your wise woman because she has the answers. She's the intuitive aspect of you. She knows right now, boom, yes, that's what I should do. Yes, that's amazing if I do that right now. Now, when we start hearing voices and when we get in our, into our heads, when we tap into the wounded masculine, that's the old stuff. And to be able to recognize that this is the old stuff, it's, 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 it's a huge sign of growth and to still be able to choose something different. But like I said, how, how we approach one area of our life is usually how we approach everything else. And like I said, even though I was really tapped into trusting myself in majority of the areas of my life, I didn't do the same in my love life. I was more reactive there until I realized, hey, maybe this principle principle applies here too. I applied it and I created the most magical relationship I could ever imagine. I'm being honest with you. And it started with me. It started with me trusting myself. Was the key component. So I encourage you to start really not even practicing, because this is not an action. We're not talking about masculinity right now, but start cultivating it, start tapping into it, start listening to it. And you can never make the right a right or a wrong choice. If there is such a thing, then the only wrong choice is to disconnect from yourself and to operate from fear. Okay, you have any questions before I tune off? This came through, this came through. When we don't trust ourselves, we look for outside validation. When we don't believe in ourselves, we look for outside validation. When we don't trust ourselves, we compare ourselves with other people. When we don't trust ourselves, we compete with other people. When we don't trust ourselves, we start creating stories that other people are better than us. We start creating stories that it won't work out. We start creating stories that, "Uh uh-uh, not for me. We start creating stories that, oh, this person that I truly want to be with, why would they want to be with me? They're going to want to be with her because look at her. She's so much more beautiful. She's so much more intelligent or whatever the case may be. But when you're tapped into you, when you trust yourself and you're fully tapped into your divinity then you see it in everybody else and you realize there is no competition there is no comparison there's these magical beings on this planet and we all have our own way of being (laughs) we all have our own way of doing things and there's a match for each one of us and we never have to prove ourselves we never have to compete with anyone we just need to express more of who we are and for us to be able to express more and to create more We have to what? We have to trust ourselves more. That's where everything starts. I may have said it already and I missed it. How do I start trusting myself? Start trusting yourself by listening to yourself. For example, tomorrow you wake up and you have a huge desire to, for example, learn about something. So you find a book, for example on exactly that, or you don't even find it. It just pops up. Like you go to bed and you're like, I would love to learn about extraterrestrial terrestrial be- beings, right? You wanna learn about something. It doesn't matter, <laughs> I don't know where that, where that came from. But you wanna learn about something. And you think about it, you go to sleep, then tomorrow you get on your Facebook page, and boom, it's there. This happens a lot, right? And the book is there. And you're scrolling, you're like, wow, that's crazy, blah, 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 blah. Remember, you had the desire to learn about that. Now the book is there, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna buy it? Or are you gonna create a story that, um, maybe I should save that $20. Uh, maybe, maybe some other time. Maybe I'll just save it and come back to it later, which we all know whatever we say, we don't go back to. It's a simple, very surface level example but basically, you feel something, you desire something, you feel called for something, something is there, it's an opportunity, it feels good to you, you feel called to it, it feels like a sign. And you feel it in your body, this is it. And you still don't do it. But when you do it, when you follow that instinct, when you follow your intuition, that's you trusting yourself. And this is why I'm saying, start. you can start small. Start listening to what you desire, start listening to what feels right to you and see if you're, if you're taking action from that. You feel that your body is telling you it needs a little bit of movement today and you, you feel called to take a walk. But no, you get in your head, you have a lot of work to do. Uh, maybe I'll walk later. <laughs> uh, go walk now, okay? <laughs> I have to start practicing. I have to start paying more attention and start practicing. Absolutely, I will. I love it. I love it. I love it. Awesome, ladies. So this was my message for tonight. I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know if you have any comments or any, any requests for future live videos. I think we're on day 55 already. It's crazy how fast this has gone by. But let me know if you enjoyed it. I will start. Love it, love it, love it. And that's it. I'll see you tomorrow. Mm, bye-bye oh oh, i thought i was gonna turn off the live on this i'm turning it off here it's my pleasure good night